Welcome to today's episode of Overheard in the Pantry. Welcome indeed, because today is our huge vagina episode. We're talking about pap smears. We're talking about labias. We're talking about different vaginas. We're talking about ways to keep your vagina safe during sex. Um, yeah, so if you're into sponges, condoms, spermicide, and the like, be definitely sure to crack open the pantry door and, uh, let's get into it. Hello, all our friends, we are friends to the end. She's Felicia, I'm Courtney, it's overheard in the fucking pantry. Get ready, overheard in the pantry, like snacks for you and me. Felicia, Courtney, overheard in the pantry. Wow, 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 wow. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you better come on with the razzle dazzle. That was great. Thank you. Hello, Felicia. Hi, Courtney. How goes it today? <laughs> you know what? We're back in the office. <laughs> we are back to work. No more working from home as of today. Well, How as of this week. For you thus far? Um, it's definitely an adjustment. Walking in Monday felt very strange. Um, because I walked in and as it was as if I knew where I was, but I didn't at the same time. It felt very strange. I don't I don't know why. Um, my calendar said March. I said, well, shit, it's June. I ain't been here since March. <laughs> You've been um, on that time out. Yeah. Um, Monday went by very fast. But now yesterday seemed to last for three months, just as long as I've been at home. Um, so... It's the first week back. Um, I'm working from home again on Friday because I have some other things to do. So I might as well just stay home and do them and work from home as well. Um, but uh, I think it's going to be an adjustment. But I also feel as though the moment I get readjusted to working in the office, I'm going to be sent back home. Do you prefer working from home? There are things I like about both. Now, I do enjoy being at the office because I like the people I work with. Okay. The people that I work with, you know, provide me with that daily, um, daily, like, human touch that, like, you know, I normally wouldn't get um, these past three months or whatever working from home. Mm -hmm. um, and I do enjoy sitting around talking with my coworkers because we're we all have a pretty close relationship. I mean, we're definitely on a friend level rather than just a coworker level, you know. That's um, good. So I do enjoy that. Now, as far as getting work done, I feel like I can focus better at home. Yeah. And that has been true of basically all of us in the office, we've all agreed that that is the case. I feel the same way um, as well. Like I prefer working from home. Um, 
I don't get me wrong. I love working at the studio and seeing all the lights and seeing the people because I do miss some of my coworkers. But like, I feel like I'm at my best because I'm just home alone mm-hmm. in my own space. Like, I can be as loud as I want. Like, mm-hmm. I can like flail around like Kermit the Frog if I want. And like those things, I can't like necessarily do with the same energy or rather it's just like different energy um when you're like in front of the camera like people Mm -hmm. never saw me move really like that on the show when we were on the studio because the chairs are so like tiny and like you can hear them on the microphone if you move Mm -hmm. or like I never I like I certainly drink the tea more at home than Mm -hmm. I do at work because you can hear me gulping something I didn't realize that everyone could fucking hear um so it's different I like it it's more comfortable I don't want to go back (laughs) also and you'll notice this whenever you do eventually end up going back but it's also weird going back that first day being like why am I here whenever I can do what I do at home like why am I here Mm -hmm. yep I feel it I already know I'm gonna feel that way because I feel like the show right now is fine, just how it is. Two little boxes on the screen, two little friends kikiing, and maybe I'll feel differently once, I mean, should the world ever go back to, like, everything is open, all the jobs are open, and everyone is back, back, back to work, like, 90% again. Maybe I'll feel differently, but I feel like there's still people that are home and quarantined, so it still feels fitting in a way. Like, I won't feel like going back to work until I feel like it's safe again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's really weird because once you do go back, like I have, it's very strange. And I forget that not everyone's back. Like I have, um, I am seeing a therapist, um, on Friday and I, it's my first appointment with this person. And I didn't realize I can't go to the office (laughs) because I was like, Oh, so what time should I be there? And they're like, Oh no, it's virtual. Like, girl, you better open up that webcam. Yeah, so, yeah, I keep forgetting that places aren't open since I am open and I am essentially back to the routine that I was in beforehand. You back to the daily grind, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also strange because, you know, we're at the office but we can't have, like, meetings. Like, if we do meetings, they have to also be through a webcam. So, like, we're all sitting in the same building on a webcam. Y'all can't get too close, girl. Them droplets, girl. Better safe than sorry, girl. I hear it. I understand it. it but it's just weird because it's like, well, why are we here then? Because y'all could be doing all of that shit from home. Yeah. Webcams and all of that, girl. You might as well keep your pajamas on, girl. <laughs> Hello, Zoom. Good afternoon. Yeah. My teams, Microsoft Teams. Girl, stop it because <laughs> literally same. Microsoft Teams with the with the camera off, girl. With the camera off. I know. And they're they're all like, we wanna see you. And I said, No, you don't. No, my boss actually said the other day, he said, you know, I, you know, so-and-so's not on camera, and, like, you know, so-and-so's usually not on camera. And, you know, Courtney, he probably just feels like he's on camera every single day, so, like, why should he want to be on camera right now? And I was like, you – and I literally just clicked the button on the microphone. Yep, I agree. That's exactly why. And I just click it back to mute, and I just sit and I listen to the meeting. Like, y'all got to see me. 
that's how I was too. I was like, uh-uh. And then, then they're like, well, let's do like a wacky hat meeting. And I'm like, y'all are not tricking me to get on this webcam by saying, yeah. oh, we're wacky hats. <laughs> wacky hats. Uh-uh, girl. Oh, silliness. Um, but yeah, so I'm back at the office. Um, I've been working on things with like my mom's estate because after she passed away I inherited everything so now I'm very much being an adult and feel my age now um, because of all of this legal stuff I have to do and and I'm the only person to do it so I have to do it you know (laughs) yeah do you have like hire like a lawyer yes Um, so there's a lawyer that's helping me but the lawyer kind of just you know gets things in motion like gets the judge to sign things or like sends things places like I have to actually like you know do the things mm-hmm. <laughs> so um so yeah and then like I said I'm meeting with a new therapist on Friday I have been in therapy before I've done therapy before it's been a few years um but I've found and nothing I loved my old therapist I just have found a therapist that specializes in grief And I feel like because I have had a lot of grief over the past five years, um, I should see someone that's like focused on that. So I'm going to try out a new therapist on Friday and it's going to be digital. So that will be very interesting. Ooh, I'm kind of like not excited, but like I'm ready to hear about like what the like the pros and cons of that. Yeah, no, I'm excited. So do you think it'll feel less personal like over the (laughs) webcam girl? I don't know because I I feel like I want to be there in person with the therapist. Like that's my like instinct is oh, it's going to be weird, but at the same time I'm kind of wondering if me personally if I will be more open doing it through a phone call and webcam rather than in person because if I think back the last time I was in therapy, I feel like I was not letting my walls down because you know I'm the kind of person and people that know me um like actually know me like you and our close friends um know that it takes a while for me to open up Mm. and I feel like with my therapist I was doing the same thing I'm and and I'm like telling myself now like okay go into this and be open because this is someone you have to be open with yeah you can't put up walls and try to pretend everything's okay when it's not with your therapist Got to get to the bottom of it, girl. Yeah, so I'm going to try to remember that going into the sessions, and I'll probably mention it to her. Like, I've done therapy before, and uh, reflecting back on it, I was not completely honest and open with myself. (laughs) Well, Felicia, I'm ready for you to go on this journey, and I'm here, obviously, always rooting for your ass because... You know, just knowing that you should speak to someone is obviously, like, such an important step. Yeah, I, I just, I think it, I, I think it's really important. Every time I've, like, every time, in the past, whenever I've had things, tr- tragic things happen, I've just, I just know. Like, even though it is kind of hard to go to therapy because you do have to address things, you know, mm. and that's not fun. Um, I just, I know that it's better to go ahead and do it, you know? Yeah. It's for the betterment of you overall and in the long run. Exactly. Look at you taking care of you. Good job. 
I'm trying. Now I need to take care of my like physical health and get an actual doctor because I don't have a doctor and that's not good. Oh yeah, girl. I ain't got no doctor either. I should probably get one. Good job. Yeah, I need because I need to like you know have a doctor in case I get sick or something that I'm not just going up to like the doctor's care the. The well, urgent care, girl, because yeah. they ain't going to do shit for you, girl, but say, okay, take your ass across the street to the hospital. Bye, yeah. girl. And, you uh-uh, know, if you have yeah. a general practitioner, then, you know, they keep up with you, and they can recommend you to other doctors if you need a specialty and stuff. I don't know. I need to find somebody. Yeah, I've been actually thinking about doing the same thing, Felicia. Look at us, adulting. We're getting doctors. Adulting, because, you know, I'm also a woman, and that means I need to see, like, a gynecologist and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which is my least favorite thing in the world. Um, and is I it get awful inside. and uncomfortable? Oh, see, this is the thing. I don't want to deter anyone from going because it is very important. But I need to get over it because I am an adult and I need to get over it. But the thing is, and I know this is why it freaks me out so much, is the last time I went to a gynecologist, and we we should get into this one episode, and I'll tell you all about the womanly world. The Um, womanly world, I'm (laughs) dead. Because see, I was referred to a gynecologist, and like I said, I won't get into all of it today because it's a long story, but I was referred to this gynecologist, and I went, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to be a big girl and go on my own. And I went up there and I had an anxiety attack. And I've said this several times on the podcast before. I'm not somebody that com- that commonly gets anxiety attacks or panic attacks or anything like that. And I don't know why I got one at the gynecologist, but I did. I like had to go in the bathroom and like calm myself down because I was just like shaking and just like my heart was pounding. And I don't know. I don't know what it was. But oh, um, so, so now so I think that 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 my brain associates that with the gynecologist now. So I'm scared to go. Felicia, you gotta go see the guy now. Yeah, you gotta go go see the guy now. Because I am almost 30 and <laughs> oh my, me, literally my favorite phrase. <laughs> you know, no, we <laughs> we like to joke about that. But as you get older, you know, and you're a woman, there are different things that happen. So you need to, you know, make Felicia, sure everything's fine. How did you feel about T.I. going to the gynecologist with his daughter and to find out if she's a virgin or not, going to the gynecologist appointments? That's weird. And I don't, I remember seeing that headline. I don't remember the whole story, but. He like talked about it in an in- interview and right now i believe it's like playing out on his reality show could you imagine being his daughter how fucking mortifying i don't know how the doctor allowed did 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 it happen did it like all work out because did the doctor allow him to come in the room and ask i he's been like he's been like this isn't like a one-time thing like ti has been consistently going to the gynecologist with his daughter specifically for that reason it was just the first time that he had like i guess revealed it to the world he like mentioned it ever so casually and was shocked when the whole world was like what the fuck is wrong with your ass see i don't like that because there's some kind of manipulation going on in there because if the daughter did not want him in the room he wouldn't be in there and she probably does not want him in the room but she's scared to tell the doctor she doesn't want him in the room 
That's exactly what it is. And so. like, she like unfollowed him on Twitter. I mean, this is so immature sounding stupid, but like she like unfollowed him on Twitter, like when it came out in the news and everyone was like, girl, say something. And it's like, what do you, I guess she feels like, what do you say to your fucking father that went on the fucking news or did the interview? And he was like, bitch, I don't give a fuck. Like, I need to know what's going on with my daughter. I just find that to be incredibly fucking invasive and gross. It is, and it should not be allowed, like, I agree. legally, you know? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the times, like, I feel like the doctor will, I guess if they walk in and somebody's in the room, they're going to, like, assume it's fine for them to be in there. But I feel like a lot of the times they'll, like, say, like, oh, do you want this person in the room or not? Mm-hmm. And if she doesn't say no, then that means, okay, it's a go. But maybe she feels like she can't say no for some reason, you know? Awful, awful situation. How old is she? She's a teen. Let me see. I can double check real quick. Let me see. See, there's multiple things wrong with this. Because if he's going to find out if she's having sex, he obviously doesn't want her to have sex. So that means she's lying to her doctor potentially if she is having sex she's saying no so her dad doesn't know and then her doctor cannot treat her and look for things or give her tests for things she should be getting tests for a whole mess ti daughter me on google ti daughter obgyn age she 18-year-old daughter. See, Rap, Rapper and t- actor T.I. said in an interview that aired Tuesday that he goes with his 18-year-old daughter to the gynecologist mm-hmm. each year to check her hymen and make sure it's still intact. Quotes. What? First off, yeah, she's girl. an adult. Second, the hymen thing. Get out of here. We all fucking know that that has no... Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that you're not a virgin. I mean, some people don't even have that, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes, girl. It was all over the news, girl. People was mega. I remember mega. Because that is, I don't, I don't like that at all. And T.I. was, he put out some statement like, I'm not going to change who I am. Girl, okay. You need well, to. All right. Well, your you daughter, the second she can, she's going to run from you because. And she needs to. Mm-hmm. Quickly. Yeah, that's horrible. I, yeah, no. Right? How weird is that? Because, like I said, like, I mean, if she is having sex, then she can't... First off, going to the gynecologist whenever you're that young, you're doing that because, well, you know, if you're going to the gynecologist, it's probably because you are having sex. And mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say that for sure, but I know for me... Whenever I started having sex, that's whenever I went to the gynecologist because I wanted birth control. Mm-hmm. And you go every six months or year or whatever to get checked a checkup, you know. So that's why I have not gone because I have not had birth control because what I, this is the gynecologist episode. Dun, 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 dun. I'm like I'm. I'm like, Felicia, wait, because I have woman questions, because I'm always unclear and unsure and have uh-huh. minimal knowledge on vaginas, women, and I'm just gay. Um, so wait, I thought that 
you could can you get birth control that's not a condom from Planned Parenthood though? Yes. But yeah. I don't I don't know a hundred percent because you would you need you would need an ex- examination to get the birth control prescription whenever I was getting birth control. Gotcha. Like the pills. Because they want to make sure everything is fine, like with your uterus and all this, that, and the other. And they take like a sample. Yikes. Yeah. So this. So whenever you go to the gynecologist, what they do is not you sit they up. take a sample. Yeah. So they put this like little. Wow. Like this. Is that what a pap smear is? Yes. That's, that's the it. tool. That's the yep. tool that I always see that the girls are like. I fucking hate it, and it's cold, and my legs are in fucking stirrups, and you men will never fucking know. Yeah, so wh- when you ha- when you go to the gynecologist, they do a pap smear. That's what, you know, they take to take the samples. And it's, a, to, it's a scrape? Like, I don't understand how it's It's a pinch. It's, so it's the, a pinch? It pinches so your vagina? That big device that you see, that no, goes in that goes in your vagina, and that pulls it apart so they can get uh, in there. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> like, why so, is it pulling your vagina apart? So they put that in there, and a lot of them have a light on them so they can see and look up in there. Other doctors will have a light that they pull and look. But that, like, kind of opens you up so they can stick the little thing to get the sample in your vagina to do the pap smear to run the tests. Right now, y'all, because I know y'all can't see me, I'm on Google Images, y'all, and they, there's a broom-style pap smear device. They're going to sweep your sample, girl. <laughs> um, so they do that. And then they also will, they'll like put a finger up in there and like feel uh-huh. around <gasps> and like push on your stomach. And then they'll like, you know, fill your breasts to see if you have breast, like see if they feel anything to test for breast cancer. Uh-huh. Um, and that's pretty much what what they'll do in a normal examination. And now you'll have this examination when you first meet with a new gynecologist, if you're meeting them for the first time. And you will also have this for your annual pap smear that you get done, which a lot of, which I, and I don't know if this is factual, but like I said, whenever I was a teenager, before I was having sex, I was told like, you you start having them you start doing them whenever you start having sex unless you're a certain age or something like once you turn like I don't know 18 or something you should start having them routine but like if you're younger than that then it's mainly because you know they when because they you know will take that sample and they'll test for everything and blah, blah, blah and this that and the other you know I am shaken. But, like, this is you, the reason you can go is because, like, you, I mean, this is a way you can find out, you know, if you have, like, any kind of cancers in your uterus. Mm. Like, they test for all of that stuff. Um, or just, you know, in general, just vaginal health care. Well, girls, make sure you get a fucking pap. I'm sorry that it's uncomfortable, but I mean, if it's going to answer questions that you may have, or maybe questions you don't even know you have yet, girl, um, definitely take your ass on down to the gyno. I support it. Come yeah, on. because I mean, if you're not, and again, with the like primary health care and stuff like that, like if, if you're not getting regularly checked, like you could have something and you don't know. 
Oh my God, no. Uh uh. Can't have that. Y'all need y'all services, cervixes, and uteri uh, checked ASAP. Mm -hmm. um, please take care of yourselves. Please check for breast cancer. Um, how often, Felicia? I don't know. Well, I'm going to say it right now. Check once a week. Y'all shower. Once a week? Check one, <laughs> once a fucking week. Because you never fucking know, Felicia. I'm not, I ain't going to say no fucking 90 days. That's when you go down to the doctor and get your shit checked. Every 90 days or every six months or some shit like that. Every, at, how about this, y'all? On y'all weekend, um, like, this is my weekend. I'm taking my relaxation shower. Then that's when y'all check. Mm. Every week. Because look at it this way, Felicia, right? If you check in every week, the second some shit ain't right, you gonna know. No, yeah. I'm just saying, I'm not a woman. So don't come for me if I'm wrong. I'm just saying. Mm hmm Every week. And you know, you also can take the birth control pill if you have, like, bad periods. Oh, that's a, yeah. That's I another thing. I took birth control in the period. Stop, girl. But see, I... I have had a long, difficult thing with birth control, which is why I was referred to a different, because I was, my primary care doctor that I had um, back through, back growing up and through college, she also would do, like, my exams. So, like, she would, so instead of seeing a gynecologist, I would see her, because she also could do that. Um, but mm. she ended up referring me to a gynecologist because I was having problems with my birth control. So I, the birth control that I started with was a, was the birth control pill. And mm. after taking it for so long, I just noticed that I had no sex drive. And Ooh. I think that that's like, people say, the doctors will tell you that's not supposed to be common, but everyone that... I've seen with a lot of research is that is a common thing, right? Wow. So they tried to like switch up my medicines and nothing would ever work. So then they referred me to a gynecologist and this gynecologist, or I don't know who it was. It was either the gynecologist or the doctor, but somebody gave me medicine for that. They give menopause patients. And I don't think that was right. Looking back. <laughs> Because I'm like... It don't and, sound right. It doesn't. And I feel like at the time, I also did not like that. So I just stopped taking birth control altogether. Well... I just stopped my pill altogether. So, because I couldn't figure out what to do, which is not good. <laughs> y'all don't do that because y'all don't need to end up pregnant. Um, but I just stopped taking my birth control pill altogether. And... Another thing I tried, which, God, I'm probably the only fucking person that had tried this in 20 years, is I tried the the sponge. Have you heard of the sponge? Oh, girl, the sponge Um, in health class, girl. We was like, what? <laughs> the sponge? I forgot. I, 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 oh, my health class. Um, I remember the first time I heard it, it was my good, my good sister, Miss Bucknell. I said, Miss Bucknell, anybody never heard of no sponge? I was young, Felicia, in like fifth, sixth grade. I, I ain't never heard of that. They was like creams and spermicides. Yep. I said, girl, condom on the fucking banana and that's it. Miss Bucknell so, was like, nah, bitch, the sponge. All right. That well, the sponge. <laughs> the sponge. Also, I don't know that I would recommend that. Not for me. 
the sponge is not for me because the sponge now you got to put that up in you that does not sound comfortable you put that thing up in you and it suctions around your cervix ow it doesn't hurt because it's a sponge but i the way that just the way i just said that and the way that sounded just gave me the creeps i don't (laughs) like i did not know so you put the sponge in before you have sex you have sex and then you cannot take the sponge out for a certain amount of hours because the sponge has spermicide on it so it's like sealing off your your um cervix so no sperm can get in it. it's also got spermicide on it so you have to leave it in but to get it out now and see girls there there's girls that do like the um period cups and stuff like that i don't think like i could do diva that either cups and all of that yes i don't think i could do that either because i've experienced the sponge because you gotta reach up in and get the sponge now the sponge has a little Ow. like a little like a hook not a hook you know okay so you know the makeup powder brushes that have the like thing that you they're they're like the little brushes that are flat and you like slide your hand slide it on your hand and pat that's literally what the sponge is it's got a little handle like that on it and you have to reach up and get it and bitch i couldn't get it out Uh uh-uh because you have to like be relaxed you can't be tense and I was freaking out because I couldn't get the thing out. I had to, like, uh, do breathing exercises and calm myself not down. a breathing, Felicia. Not you needing to meditate to remove a sponge. I a did mess. the bitch was stuck. It was stuck to my cervix. I would have called 911. Absolutely not. I was literally sitting in my bathroom like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to go to the fucking hospital to get the sponge out of me. Because isn't that, like, toxic something-something shock something syndrome? Like, with a um, tampon? Yeah, I don't know if you can get it with the sponge. I'm going to assume you probably can. But, um, yeah, with the tampon. See, I don't like tampons either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Felicia like said, absolutely not. You won't catch me. I don't. I don't, li- I don't like the tampons. But, um, but yeah, so I, I did try that. And then, uh, you know, I just risked it. And you shouldn't do that. Don't risk it, y'all. Learn a lesson from Alicia. Yeah, Alicia's I mean, lesson. Don't I risk was, it. I was in a relationship, you know, this, that, and the other, and I was using like the um app to tell me when I was like ovulating and stuff like that, and not having sex during that. But that's not the way to do it. You should definitely use protection, especially if it's if you're like not having sex with somebody that you know is clean and all that because like I, I was in a long-term relationship this was like not me going out randomly having sex and not using condoms or birth control or anything but mm-hmm. um yeah I definitely for years just did that and that's not something you should do <laughs> we just said bitch for years <laughs> I did I did I'm surprised I didn't end up pregnant <laughs> don't do that y'all don't do that <laughs> use a condom I mean I know like you know you are <laughs> for years bitch she said it's a miracle I don't know how a, how a baby's not here I don't know <laughs> my god imagine oh my god a little Alicia running around listen see the thing is is I at that point in my life I thought I would have been fine with it 
you know, and I'm, and, and I'm sure I w- everything would have been fine had I ended up pregnant. But looking back now, I'm like, whoa, I was so young and, and I was like 22, you know, but looking back, I'm like, wow, I cannot believe I thought that I could have had a kid back then, like been like, all right, well, you know what, the birth control, but you know, that's kind of sad that I got to the point where I was like, you know, the birth control is not working. It's making me worse. Like, I don't feel good. It was making me like depressed because like they kept trying to switch them up and like, it just causes mood swings and it causes you to gain weight and all this, all this stuff. So I don't know. You said this shit ain't worth it. That was the true mask off. Literally. Mask off, glove off, pill off, sponge off. Glove off. (laughs) Off it. Uh, the thing, and again, like y'all, please, please know that this is just like a friend sitting here talking to you. This is not sex advice, anything oh, yeah. like that. Use That's protection, sounds... bitch. Use, Use protection. Condom, but if Protect you've gone for a long time without using a condom, starting back up with a condom. I was not having it. Oh, the latex feel is not your zhuzh, as the gays would say? Well, it wasn't. I mean, now, obviously, if I'm going to go out and have sex with somebody, I'm going to use protection because I'm not in, like, a relationship with them, blah, 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 all that. But, like, you know, at a certain point in my relationship, we were had been together for a long time, mm-hmm. not sleeping with anybody else, so stopped using condoms. And then, you know, to go back to that after for so long, it just, and I obviously, you know, I could have dealt with it, but it just wasn't what I was used to. It was an adjustment. Yeah. So, <laughs> glove off, mask off. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Felicia, we didn't know would, what we were going to talk about today, y'all. Courtney, what more questions you got about the vagina? I was going to ask you, would you ever do one of those, like, um, those tea things I always see? No. Those, like, little tall, okay. tiny, white, like, tea Absolutely things? not. How come, Felicia? Out of that curiosity. Thing, I don't know a lot about it. That is a di- another kind of birth control. So they have different kinds, you know? They have kinds that they can implant in your arm. Mm-hmm. This is one that they implant in your uterus. And this is, like, a copper thing something 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 so they take that little thing and they do the paps just like the pap smear thing except instead of going in with a brush they go in with that thing and they plant it in your uterus now this thing can become dislodged Uh uh-uh nope nope i had a friend i had a friend get that put in this thing can go in for like five years or something you know and you're not gonna get pregnant until you get it taken out um but i had a friend that that's a commitment yeah I mean, you can get it taken out at any time, but, um, but I had a friend have one put in and her and her partner started, you know, doing it. And he got a little poke because the thing was too far down. Oh, ow. So, and then she had, she was bleeding a lot from it. So she had to go and they had to take it out, which was a whole process because it's a, traumatic process getting it put in just because of the thought of it and all that you know you got um, cold pap smear tools spreading you yeah. apart uh-uh. yeah and you guys go do it like i mean you it, it's fine like you know it, it's an uncomfortable experience but it's something that has to be done you yeah. know but just you know just the fact that you know you got through it 
and then you have to go back and get it taken out and get it re-put back in. I don't know. I don't think I would get that. I think I would rather just have condoms. Hey, at least we have options. Yeah. You just got to figure out what works for you. Jeez. Wow, vaginas, man. It's a lot to think about. Jeez. We had no idea what we were going to talk about this episode. Literally not a clue. We said, well, the vagina talk is here. The vagina monologue. The vagina dialogue is here. That's probably what this episode is going to be called now. Mm-hmm. Let me write that down. I'll forget. <laughs> vagina dialogue. Oh, that's good. It is. That's a good title. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But it's I mean, I don't feel man. like. I don't feel like we're taught a bunch of this stuff, you know, like, I feel like, you know, you're taught, you know, all of the different birth controls, but not like, really, like, like I said, this is not like a sex ed. This is not fucking doctor. Um, yes. Oh, I just I still so I know her her years. Listen, y'all know I fucking love her. I didn't know Dr. Ruth existed before Degrassi. Me either. So right. I love that. But. Um, this is literally, like I said, this is two friends talking, just chit-chatting about vaginas and birth control and gynecologists. Um, and plus, let me just put this out here. I am someone that is just freaked out by the uterus just because I just am. Like, there's no reason to be. Most people are not. But for some reason, stuff with my, like, to me, to just think about the fact that every month I have my period and my uterus is shedding, it's lining, that gives me chills. Scary. I don't like how it sounds. Like, it's obviously, you know, I get through it. It sucks and it's painful, but I get through it. But I'm just freaked out by that in general. That's scary sounding, but it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we're celebrating vaginas today. And if you've got a vagina, good job. Take care <laughs> of her. Courtney, what else you want to know? I mean, I I honestly feel like you've quenched my thirst. Yeah. I now know a lot more about vaginas than I did before this call. And as a gay man, I can say thanks. Listen, there, like I said, there is just so many things that we don't know that I don't know about the vagina. But there are so many resources now available online that I didn't have, you know, I was having sex for the first time and like starting, you know, all of that. Um, But there's like so many different things online now. Um, Definitely, y'all know this. If you have a vagina, don't like, you know, put soap and shit up there. Like, you know, like don't do all that stuff. Uh, But there's like different people online that like help you with like, all kinds of vagina maintenance, especially on TikTok. There are like gynecologists on TikTok that I follow because I'm like, I need to know. Really? Information, yeah. I had no idea that that was like a thing. Go off TikTok gynecologists. Yeah, there's a lot of different doctors on TikTok and I've come across some gynecologists on there and they have very helpful information. Jeez. This literally is the vagina dialogue. I'm shook. The vagina dialogue. (laughs) The vagina dialogue. How did it happen? I don't know, but I'm grateful. I don't know either. 
Listen, if y'all have vagina questions. Is there anything else that you want to express about vaginas, Felicia? I don't think so. I, I don't think so. Oh, I learned, I did, I will say this because Felicia. I don't know if a lot of people know this. Um, But I learned recently Felicia. that, yeah. Felicia, where'd you go? Uh, oh, wait, you me? were messing up, girl. I, yeah, no, I couldn't hear you before. So I was saying, I don't really have much to add other than the fact that I just learned recently um, and I didn't, I don't feel like a lot of people know this, but I just learned recently that all vaginas look different. <laughs> Felicia. I didn't know this because I have, I am not a porn watcher. So I have not. What? I have You're not, not? No. What? We're going to have to say for a whole nother episode. Felicia. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> you are almost 30 and you're not a porn watcher? No. So I didn't well, know that there were... Don't let us forget about it. A different episode. We're going to come back around the block. A different yes. episode. <laughs> a different one. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so you're not a porn watcher. Different vaginas. Yeah, I didn't know that there were all these different ones out there. So <laughs> I learned that recently because I saw some video of this girl talking about she was getting like reconstructive surgery on her vagina. And I'm like, what? Yeah, some girls have, and I don't know if this is a derogatory term, so please forgive me because I'm not sure and I'm a little bit ignorant. Um, but there's like the term beef curtains, I guess, when like your labias are like dangling and you can like get oh. your vagina reconstructed to make it look not as dangly. If yeah. people, that's like a aesthetic thing that girls are like worried about. Yeah, I didn't know that until recently. Yeah. Wow, Felicia, you discovered something new. Mm -hmm. So if you're out there worried, listen, they all look different. <laughs> 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 there's like some instagram accounts or something that like you know do little drawings so they're like look your vagina is fine even though it doesn't look like this other person ladies i hope you're not out here worried about your vaginas like it's a vagina like yeah it's fine you're birthing bitches like you don't need to be worried about how it look you powerful as fuck mm. that's the truth mm. Oh, and let's also mention that in light of everything else, this is fresh on my mind because of what's going on right now in pop culture. Um, you don't have to be a woman to have a vagina. Very true. That's so very, very, very true. If you if throughout the episode we've we've referred to women vagina, just know that we are acknowledging women. all yeah. people that have vaginas. Yeah, yeah. You you don't have to be a woman to have a vagina. Oh God. Your everyone's vagina matters. Mm. Mm. Well, I guess we'll let you guys go and we'll save the porn conversation for a sec for another episode. You know Hell yeah. I just listened to um David Dobrik and Jason Nash's new their podcast, their episode, their newest episode. And they were talking about porn on there. So it's funny that it came oh. up on ours too. Really? Yes, because there was someone in the room that said that they don't watch porn. And everyone was like, what? what? <laughs> so, oh, my God. We have to have a porn episode. Should we have someone on the porn episode? 
Sure. No, we don't need anyone on the pod episode. We'll <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sitting here thinking through my head of the list of people. I also was thinking, and then I was like, actually, never mind. You and I will do just fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, there's like five people maybe <laughs> that we can we look, ask. We look at our hands and we count all our friends. We're like, not that one, not that one, not that one. <laughs> no, it's fine. We'll handle it. We'll carry the torch. An online conversation about porn should probably just be the two of us. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Mm, well, send us your porn questions. Send us all of your porn questions, porn suggestions, porn that you possibly want Felicia to react to. Send oh. us all of the porn, all of your favorite porn categories, all of your favorite porn actors. Are you an OnlyFans porn watcher? Are you a Pornhub porn watcher? Are you a manufactured porn watcher? Are you more of a lover of the amateur porn? Like we want to hear all of it. So please send us an email or a DM to the Overheard in the Pantry Instagram right away ASAP. We have mm. to talk about pornography. Damn. All right. Well, <laughs> Not just passionate about porn, but I was just really genuinely surprised that you have not watched pornography. I mean, I've I've seen porn. I just am not a porn watcher. I feel you. There is a difference. Like I've seen it, obviously. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Uh, all right, guys. Well, we'll talk to you next week. Y'all stay safe. Stay safe, wear condoms, and if you don't have condoms and you have a little extra time, use that sponge. See your gynecologist. That too. And check your breasts every weekend. I don't care what the doctors say. Every weekend. Mm. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. (laughs)